0: As part of growing the gospel impact of Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Yusuf at home and around the world, Leading the Way is actively partnering with churches to reach and disciple communities and nations. Recently, Dr. Yusuf brought a powerful evangelistic message to those living in Dublin, Ireland, with many responding to the gospel. In addition to the music that unified people of multiple faith backgrounds and worship, Dr Yusuf shared an evangelistic message where many experienced life-impacting repentance and renewal. Up next, portions of this event, and our prayer is that you too will experience God's Word piercing your heart. Learn more about Leading the Way's worldwide impact when you visit LTW.org.
1: Good evening and welcome to the Hope Ireland Celebration here in Dublin, Ireland. Cade Mila Fáilte, which means a 100,000 welcomes from the hearts of the Irish people to all of you and all of the people listening around the world. Cade Mila Fáilte.
0: Our God
1: is alive, the life of you, he's always a power and fire in our battles, everything will bow before Jesus. We're casting down idols. No one like you. Come on, sing it out, church. Exalt. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dublin. Thank you so much for being here. I came across the pond on my steam for one reason, and that is to tell you that every one of us must be born again. Every person at the sound of my voice must be born again. That's what Jesus said. That don't make the stuff up. Jesus said to a member of the religious Supreme Court of his day, In fact, Jesus uses this imperative. Those of you who are great in grammar, you'll understand the imperative mood. Jesus used that imperative, you must be born again. Because it represents only possibility, the only possibility for radical transformation in our lives. The only possibility for a true purpose and meaning in this life and for all of eternity. For only victory over sin and guilt and addiction and pain and suffering. For only hope for our eternity in heaven with Jesus. You must be born again. And John's Gospel, chapter 3, that's where the text is if you want to follow it. Jesus tells this man, named Nicodemus. Can you say Nicodemus? Nicodemus? Well, now you're speaking Hebrew. Listen carefully. This man was an extremely religious man. This man was a powerful man. This man was high up in the religious hierarchy, in the religious establishment. He occupied a high position in the Supreme Court as a member of the Sanhedrin. In fact, that Sanhedrin was made of 70 men, a council of 70 men, who ran all of the religious affairs and all the judicial and the legal affairs of their nation at the time. I want you to hear me right, please. If there were a group of people who could be labeled as religious fanatics, it would be that group of 70 men. They observed meticulously all the religious rituals. They took religious rituals to the max. They took the observation of religiosity to an extreme. They were zealous. They were not flexible. They were rigid. And listen to this. Like all obsessive religious ritualistic systems, it produced hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. you familiar with that? And they did what all hypocrites do. What do all hypocrites do? They look for loopholes in order to justify their hypocrisy. <laughs> they were guilt-stricken every time they violated their own rules, not God's rules, their own rules. They were filled with inner turmoil and false guilt. Oh, my friends, listen. This is the environment that produced this man, Nicodemus, this man who came to Jesus at nighttime, the Mrs. He came at night time. He didn't come in the daytime, he came at the night time. I'm going to tell you why. You see, he was a religious man, but he was burdened with guilt. He was burdened with hopelessness and helplessness. He was burdened with hypocrisy and the feeling of inadequacy. This man comes to Jesus at night. Why by night? Because he didn't want his fellow religious cohorts to see him talking to Jesus. Listen, Jesus was not the hottest thing on Wall Street. Jesus was not the hottest thing in the Western world. Jesus was a revolutionary. And you cannot be associated with him without being ridiculed at the time, just as it is is happening today. But why? Oh, because Jesus claimed to be the Son of God. Jesus claimed to be perfectly sinless. Jesus claimed that it is through whom and by whom the whole universe was created. Jesus claimed to have coexisted with God the Father before all of eternity. Jesus who healed the sick and raised the dead and performed daily miracles. Jesus who invited people to come to him out of deadly religious system, out of deadly rituals. To experience His love and His grace and His mercy, which many of you will experience tonight. Jesus, who looked upon these folks and they looked upon Him as a revolutionary. He's calling people not to religious system, but to Him, to Himself. And so dear old Nicodemus, (laughs) he did not want to be called Jesus Freak. He did not want to be seen as Jesus' fanatic. (laughs) So Nicodemus comes to Jesus at night, nighttime. Yet this man was filled with sincerity and humility all at the same time. I'm going to show you now. Nicodemus said to Jesus, we know. Uh Uh-oh. I thought he would say, I know. Now he says, we know. Who is this we? Who is this we? (laughs) Obviously. There were so many in that council, on that Sanhedrin, on that Supreme Court, that high court, who were all knee-deep into dead religion, and yet they believed the truth about Jesus, and the truth that Jesus claimed about Himself. They're afraid. They were afraid of the powerful institutional church. You know all about that, don't you? They were afraid of what the church can do to them. They can kick them out, excommunicate them. And Nicodemus said, we know (laughs) that you come from God. For no one could perform all the things that you performed. The raising of the dead, healing of the sick, touching of the lepers without being, receiving his leprosy. Amazing miracles. No one can do that unless God is in him. You see, Nicodemus and the other religious leaders recognize that Jesus... Had God the Father, Elohim, seal of approval, that Jesus is God's Messiah, that Jesus is God's anointed one that has been promised in every book of the Old Testament. See, Jesus did not appear in a vacuum. I have to chuckle when people say, founders of religions are all the same. No, they're not. Only Jesus rose from the dead. Only Jesus rose from the dead. Only Jesus rose from the dead. They knew that He could not have performed these miracles because all of their hocus-pocus of religious rituals could not have healed the sick. It could not raise the dead. They could perform no miracles. They could perform no transformation in one's life. They come in and they leave the same. They could not offer spiritual freedom from sin, guilt, and addiction. Freedom from a life of helplessness and hopelessness, a life of depression and discouragement. Have you seen the statistics how, in, at least in our country, in the United States of America, 50,000 people commit suicide every year now? Freedom for those who have been burdened with guilt and sin and don't know what to do. Oh, but Jesus does. Jesus does. Jesus does. Say it with me. Jesus does. And that same Jesus can and will perform miracles tonight. There are so many people around the world praying there will be miracles tonight. You may have come here carrying sorrow, and carrying regret, and carrying burdens. You may have come here feeling lots of guilt, even when you might be partying, but then when you're all alone, you feel that burden of guilt. You may have come here feeling powerless and helpless to overcome any addiction, but Jesus can set you free. Jesus can set you free. Say that with me. Jesus can set you free. Can you say that with me? Unless you become born again, you will never see the kingdom of God, said Jesus, to this amazing man, Nicodemus. Nicodemus was taught that if he goes through some religious rituals, he will be all right with God. (laughs) But he knew deep down that that won't cut it, that won't work. But Jesus, who came from heaven, don't ever make a mistake, Jesus came from heaven... The virgin-born Son of God came from heaven. Not only when you come to Him and become born again, that you will have peace that does not make sense, but you will have all of eternity assured of heaven. Born again. What in the world is that? What does born again mean? Oh, the word again communicates, of course, shades of meaning. Meaning that something has to be done a second time, or differently. Something radical. Or you have to do something totally new, totally different. You have to do something that comes from above. It is supernatural. It's not natural to do something that can only come from God. Why? For only God can produce radical results in your life and mind. Only God can bring about that radical transformation in your life tonight. Only God can give you the supernatural power to overcome sin, addiction, depression, and all the meaninglessness of life. Only God can qualify you to go to heaven. And I have great news for you. He wants to do that tonight. He wants to do that tonight. Listen, He did it for me. Back on March 4th, 1964. And he can do that for you today. My life has never been the same. And your life will never be the same. Here's the absolute reality. Listen carefully, please. You and I can never bring about this power that transforms our lives. We cannot do it. We cannot do it if we work 24-7 for a million years. We cannot do it. To be in the kingdom of God means to belong to God. To be in the kingdom of God means that he must rule supreme over your life. To be in the kingdom of God means that you are to be rescued from the kingdom of darkness, from the kingdom of Satan, from the kingdom of self into the kingdom of God. To be in the kingdom of God means that Jesus becomes the king of your life. My dear friends, you cannot read the encounter of Jesus with this religious man, Nicodemus, without recognizing that Jesus sensed in this man, Nicodemus, deep hunger, deep spiritual hunger, deep spiritual emptiness in him. This man. Kept all the rules, or at least he thought he did. This man kept all the religious rituals, or at least he thought he did. This man kept all the facade. This man kept all of the outward appearances of religion. And that is why Nicodemus came to Jesus at night. Because even coming at night, he was risking the displeasure of his peers. He was risking the taunting of his friends. He was risking expulsion from the council, maybe even from the synagogue. He was risking the scorn even of some family members. Many of you here who are seeking after the truth. That's wonderful. That's great. I thank God for that. You might be here looking for real answers to life's dilemmas, and that's a wonderful thing. Some of you are discontented and dissatisfied with life, with all of the spiritual band-aids that people have given you through the years. They're not working. And you feel powerless over your circumstances. Many of you have tried all of the other remedies. And Jesus said those remedies is like a thirsty man who keeps on drinking salt water. And the more he drinks salt water, the more he thirsts. That's what the world will give you salty water. Only Jesus can give you the water of life, and he can do it tonight. I know deep down you know it's not working because I've been there. Tonight, you can know without a shadow of doubt that God loves you. He really loves you, and that he knows you by name. And He's now looking down. He's not looking at this mass of people in this convention. He's looking at you. He knows you by name. He said, every hair of your head is counted for by Him. So today, when one hair came out in the brush, it was God who said, number 7,500 hair. Come out. And it came out. He loves you. He cares for you. The very reason you're here is because He loves you. And God has a plan for your life. And part of it is you responding to his invitation tonight. And that is why he brought you here. Nicodemus was puzzled at what Jesus told him. And so he asked, he said, what does it mean? It's a bunch of nonsense. He said, does it mean I go back into my mother's womb and be born again? I mean, just kind of didn't know what to say. Which caused our Lord Jesus to say something of vital importance. You see, that caused Jesus to give him an explanation of what the meaning behind that symbol being born again. Isn't that wonderful? I don't have to make this stuff up. Jesus is the one who said it. Born again is a symbol. A symbol of a total change of direction. You're heading this way, then you're not not heading this way. Not just an improvement of yourself. That doesn't work. It's hopeless. It's not just reforming yourself. That's only temporary. It's not just uh, hoping to do better next time, oh my goodness, before I came to Christ. Every day I said, oh, I've got to do better. I'm going to improve. I'm going to do better next time. And I bomb out every time. Failed miserably. Until I, and I know millions of others around the world, have discovered this total transformation. This total transformation is only possible when God the Holy Spirit, and that's what Jesus said to Nicodemus, when God the Holy Spirit comes and to live on the inside of you. It's the Spirit of God that does all that work. And that's why Jesus said, when you are reborn, you get reborn of the Spirit of God. It's not something you do. But it's something God does for you. God does in you. It is a spiritual rebirth, not a physical one. Please listen to me. To be physically born is to know you're physically alive, right? I mean, that's simple. You don't need the professor to tell you that. (laughs) To be spiritually born, you will become spiritually alive. You're spiritually dead. Now you're spiritual alive. You're alive more than you ever thought possible to be alive. But there is something else I need to tell you before I get to the end. In all of my serving for over half a century, in many, many, many countries, I just finished, uh, last year I finished my 67th trip around the world on behalf of the gospel of Jesus Christ. In all of my experience, in all of speaking with people one on one or in large crowds, everywhere I go, I found that there are lots of barriers that will stop people from being born again. They'll stop people from allowing the Holy Spirit of God to come on the inside of you and radically transform you. And the biggest barrier of becoming born again is your own. Is your own. Unwillingness to admit that you need to be born again. Most people don't want to admit that they're sinful. Oh, you hear them say, well, none of us are perfect, but that's just a washout. Nobody wants to admit they're sinful and they're helpless and they can't save themselves. They need a Savior. Most people allow their own pride to control them. And that pride blinds them to their real need. To the fact that they need the only one who can save them. The only one who can redeem them. The only one who truly loves them. Most people cling to the idea there is some good in them. And somehow in the by and by when they close their eyes in death they hope that this good will outdo the bad. That's bad news. <laughs> it's not going to happen that way. Jesus said no. That is not working. That will not work. You need a total renovation. You need to repent. You need to receive the Savior. You need to receive the gift from His hand that He came from heaven, died on a cross, rose again, so He can give you that gift. Why else would Jesus lay down the glory and the splendor of heaven that He had with the Father before all worlds? Why would He do that and come to earth, live as the poorest of the poor, then hang on a cross, a criminal cross, death of a criminal, and yet He was the only perfect human being that ever lived, the only sinless human being that ever lived. Why? He was God-man, and yet He died on that cross. And rose again on the third day to prove, to demonstrate. In fact, the Apostle Paul in Acts 17, he said, The time of ignorance God has overlooked. But now he commands everyone everywhere to repent. For he has appointed a day in which he will judge the world by this man Jesus. And as proof for his judgeship is that he raised him from the dead on the third day. Think about this. Think about this. He and he alone will be the judge. You know why? Because he personally paid for the judgment of everyone who would come to him. He paid the price. He alone is the one who paid for your judgment of every repentant sinner. Think about this with me. Think about this with me, please. If I'm an astronaut and I would land on the moon without a space suit. I'm told by somebody who actually landed on the moon <laughs> that you'll be incinerated in less than a nanosecond. Incinerated. I want you to think of that. Keep that image. Because the same way with heaven, God said only perfect people can come to my heaven. <laughs> you say, what? I am far from it. You're far from it. Don't get uppity on me because I know you're probably as bad as I am. I'm a sinner, you're a sinner, and we know that we cannot go to heaven because we've been incinerated, literally. That means no one, no one, including this speaker, can ever make it to heaven. Ah, but God made a way. He sent His Son, the perfect, the sinless, to die for the imperfect people who confess that they're imperfect. And so that everyone who would come to Him with the realization... That He and He alone can save them. That without Him, they're dead in the water. So that everyone who would come to Him confessing their sin, repenting of their sin, will be able to get to heaven on the coattail of Jesus. On His coattail. Only those who come to Jesus will get to heaven because of Jesus. Not denominations, not religion, not any of that stuff. Only because of Jesus, because he's the perfect one. grace, how sweet the sound That saved a wretch
0: like me I once was lost Take a moment to learn ways leading the ways taking the gospel around the world in 28 of the world's most spoken languages when you visit ltw.org, that's ltw.org, or call 1-300-133-589. This program is furnished by Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef, passionately proclaiming uncompromising truth around the world. Passion.